Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. There are many ways to profit and win in a bear market. You just need to know where to look and how to get started. At the end of today's call, I'm going to tell you, number one, how to identify opportunities in a bear market. Number two, exactly how to go about taking advantage of those opportunities. So make sure you stick around until the end of the call when we're going to discuss exactly that. Before we get to that point in the call, however, we're going to discuss the BTC, ETH and altcoin charts. The BTC charts in particular have been driven by two very important events in the last 24 hours, which every single crypto investor or holder should definitely know about. After we've looked at the charts, we're going to consider the top three headlines in the crypto news today. And once we've done all this, we're going to go on to the end of the call where we discuss that bear market opportunity or strategy and how you can go about taking advantage of it. Looking at the one day BTC chart, we see that prices increased, decreased, and ended up being pretty much flat, but slightly positive over the past 24 hours. The BTC chart was influenced by two key data points that were revealed yesterday. One of them was good news for crypto, the other was less good news, and therefore we ended up pretty neutral. Let's start with the bad data points so we can then follow up with the silver lining. The US Labor Department's latest employment report shows that 11.2 million job openings occurred in July. This offered the latest evidence of a relentlessly upbeat job market at odds with economic indicators showing the economy in contraction. To simplify all that, the jobs data that came through shows that job markets are still thriving, are still growing really, really quickly, despite the Fed's efforts to try and contain the rate of growth in the economy. At the Jackson Hole Economic Symposium on Friday, Jerome Powell told us that in the upcoming FOMC meeting, his decision with regards to whether he introduces a 50 or 75 basis point hike is going to be driven by important data. This is important data. So this is going to be one critical critical component of the labor market that will unfortunately help justify an aggressive rate hike at the next meeting. Unsurprising, therefore, to see that compared to yesterday, the probability of a 75 basis point hike has very much increased and been more priced into the markets. Remember that a 75 basis point hike is more aggressive, it's going to lead to more nervousness, and it's going to lead to less appetite for risk on assets like Bitcoin, like the cryptocurrency markets. So what's the good data point then? Well, one little bit of good news is that the conference board's August Consumer Confidence Index rose after three consecutive monthly declines, surging to an unexpectedly high 103.2 reading. This is up from 95.3 in July and above the medium forecast of 98 from a Bloomberg survey of economists. This was influenced perhaps by falling gas prices and abundant jobs, and consumers therefore said they were more confident about business prospects in six months, the time frame upon which the report considers. When consumers are feeling more confident, again, they will be more likely to be willing to take on risky assets like Bitcoin and be willing to let go of some of those safe haven assets like the US dollar, like government-backed treasuries, etc., So overall, good and bad news came in through data, and this has had an overall neutral effect on Bitcoin. 
In the run-up to the FOMC meeting, which will have a huge impact on the markets, there's going to be a lot of data points coming through, some of them much more important than others. On these daily calls, we will be analyzing upcoming data points, dissecting them after the fact, and analyzing how they will impact the market. In terms of Ethereum, opening up a one-day chart, we'll see that we're currently trading around the 1.6k level. Again, a slight increase on the daily, similar to Bitcoin. ETH has been struggling to hold support above the 1.5k level for the past few days, and it will be important to watch how it performs across the next few days, and of course, in the run-up to the all-important merge. Unsurprising to see that much of the top 20 cryptos by market cap have followed Bitcoin and Ethereum's lead and are therefore pretty much neutral or slightly positive on the 24-hour, but overall no big or high conviction moves. So that's the charts covered. We're now going to move on to the top three headlines in the crypto news today until we get to the end of the call where we're going to discuss that bear market profit strategy. Top headline one looks at the action of whales. So what defines a whale in crypto? Most definitions will zoom in on size and what percentage of supply they own. However, the most important characteristic of a whale is the mighty power that comes with holding the most chips. That's why we should take note of when they appear out of the blue. Axie Infinity was one of the first crypto games which took off. It rocketed to success last summer, but sadly this proved unsustainable. Flaws in the tokenomics and a crypto crash has seen user growth and activity steadily decline. This has had a knock-on effect on the native coins AXS and SLP, which have dropped 90% and 99% respectively from their all-time highs. But this hasn't stopped one particular wallet from slowly accumulating SLP. The wallet in question now holds 22 billion SLP out of a circulating supply of 43 billion. Michael Benko, a tech co-founder, raised the alarm in a post for Hacker Noon. While he only ran into dead ends searching for why, the fact that a single wallet holds so much liquidity is concerning. This is because price would be much easier to manipulate. The whale could create a supply shortage, flood the market, or consciously maintain a price point. SkyMavis, the company behind Axie Infinity, is yet to comment, but if they also don't know whose wallet it is, they may be worried that they could be the target of a deliberate ploy. Definitely a story to watch. Top headline too until we get onto our bear market profit strategy. FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried and his government relations and policy team made a stop at the White House in May as lawmakers in the United States debate on whether to have the Commodity Futures Trading Commission or the SEC act as the crypto industry's primary federal market regulator. Newly released visitor logs show that Bankman-Fried, Iloria Katz, FTX's Director of Government Relations and Policy, and Mark Wetjen, an ex-CFTC commissioner who is now FTX Head of Policy, visited the White House in mid-May to meet with policy advisor Catherine Butash and Councillor Steve Rossetti. The logs did not detail what the meetings were about. Worth noting as well that FTX currently has a proposal before the CFTC to allow it to settle certain crypto-related transactions directly. It used to be the case that we would hear the word regulation and panic or run for the hills, but regulation comes hand in hand with industry growth, industry maturing, and is actually a positive development. On many occasions as well, we've had representatives coming out and representing cryptocurrency who aren't the best voice perhaps of the industry. FTX is one of the biggest exchanges in crypto and is a good person to have on the table to help in these talks and deliberations. Final headline then until we go into our bear market profit strategy. 
After climbing to a high of $370, the Coinbase stock price has seen its fair share of challenges. The stock has only been trading on the New York Stock Exchange for a year and fell to almost $50 in May of 2022. Coin recently made headlines when Kathy Wood of ARK Invents dumped a large number of shares from the ARK ETFs. Shortly afterwards, a partnership with BlackRock, offering institutional investors access to crypto, helped turn around the downtrend. Now, Barclays sees a light at the end of the tunnel, calling the stock a hold. Analysts certainly aren't calling for a bull market just yet, but we can derive some positive news from their ratings. First, the idea that the idea that conventional analysts are looking at these companies means that there is some demand for their analysis. Secondly, neither company was given an overweight or sell rating, meaning that analysts foretell of some potential upside or at least limited downside at current prices. Charts done, top headlines done, time for our bear market strategy. Bear markets are a fantastic time to research and try identify major upcoming narratives, especially because those narratives have the potential to then blow up in the next bull market. A major narrative that played out during the last bull market were native tokens for blockchains that were considered faster and cheaper than Ethereum. Today, we dive into two such blockchains that achieved this using similar ZK rollups. The first example is Optimism. The number of daily transactions has been decreasing since it reached 272,000 in July 2022. However, there is a long-term upwards growth in transactions showing that long-term adoption is increasing despite market volatility. These are the exact kind of outlier moves that you want to identify in a bear market and try to position yourself for in a bull market. Next example is Arbitrum. Similar story here, whilst the number of daily transactions has been decreasing since hitting all-time highs in June 2022, they have recently spiked. This could be due to the blockchain upgrade. There is a clear upwards trend in growth since. So these are the kind of patterns that we should be on the lookout for in bear markets. What is showing growth and resilience despite the overall market conditions? And then it begs the more important question of how can you take advantage of the data you have identified? First of all, you can use these blockchains to save costs. Both blockchains are seeing long-term adoption. This demonstrates the market is using these blockchains likely for their key advantage over Ethereum. They cost less. If you want to interact with these crypto protocols, do so on these chains and save costs. Potential option number two, use Arbitrum to farm a potential native token. We've seen a spike in transaction activity. This could be in anticipation for a token launch with individuals looking to secure airdrops. Number three, look out for ecosystem rewards. As with most emerging ecosystems, they often use incentivization to users in the form of supplementing chosen protocol yields. Whilst these incentives are not long-term, they provide strong opportunities for yield in the short-term. Finally, dive into top projects within these ecosystems. When a native blockchain thrives, so do its top protocols. Research which protocols are used most within the ecosystem to better understand whether there are any opportunities. This is just one of many examples of how you can profit and win even in a bear market. Of course, 
any opportunity at all that you pursue should be based on your own risk tolerance, your own research, your own expectations. This is for educational purposes purely. If you're interested in more bear market strategies, I do these calls every single day for free, just 10 minutes, spend five or six hours researching the markets, researching opportunities, putting in the time so that you don't have to. Thank you very much and I'll chat to you again tomorrow. See yous.